You know, Stu comes in here every day and he complains every single day about how cold I keep the studio. But hey, I'm just looking out for myself and other members of my staff who are, shall we say, um, not so much in shape as a shape. But does Stu care about them? No. Does it bother him that, you know, that we have to do things his way? No, we are not going to do that, Stu, because we don't want to sweat all the time. That's why I keep it cold and I keep sweat block. Sweat block. This is the best deodorant antiperspirant I have ever used. It's clinical protection. Uh, some Harvard doctor who is just like sweat taco city and just can't stop. He was like, I, you know what? I'm a doctor, man, at Harvard. I can come up with something, and he has. It is really good. Now, if you have really excessive sweating, this is, I mean, this is a faucets under your arms. These are antiperspirant wipes where you uh, just wipe it on at night before you go to bed one day, and then seven days later, you do it again. I mean, it blocks sweat and, and uh, deodorant and everything. It uh, it blocks it for seven days. Sweatblock.com, promo code Beck. Good news. Finally, finally, the government has gotten around to it. A ministry of truth. Finally, we have a government disinformation governance board run by the Department of Homeland Security to make sure they shut down all these untruths, misinformation, disinformation, or the all-important malinformation. We'll tell you about the revelation from yesterday in 60 seconds. All right, so this is, this is the very last day, the very last day to get the uh, Tuttle, no, I'm sorry, tomorrow is the last day to get the uh, Tuttle Twins book for free, all about the Fed. This is so important because it's about inflation, how it works, uh, what causes it. Better yet, who causes it? How do they cause it? The Fed, the creature from Jekyll Island. This is a really important um, scholarly book, but the Tuttle Twins have made it and boiled it down to the essence so you can explain it to your kids in kind of a cartoon book. And honestly, most Americans will learn a lot from this book because we don't pay attention to things like this. This is so critical at this time because of inflation. By the way, new numbers... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you the new numbers coming up in just a second. You're going to love them. So critical that you understand inflation and the Fed and the banks and everything else that I've asked the Tuttle Twins to make this uh, for free. 
while supplies last. Tomorrow is the last day. All you pay for is just the shipping. Get this new book, The Creature from Jekyll Island by the Tuttle Twins. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. So, Stu. Oh, my goodness. How excited were you when you heard Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas uh, talk about the new DHS uh, Disinformation Governance Board? Oh, I was thrilled. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, I was thrilled. Right? Anytime I hear anything from Mayorkas, my favorite uh, yeah. Greek yogurt uh, is... I, I eat that, too. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's really good. It's really, it's really good. good. Yeah. Uh, I, every time... Chunky. It's a little chunky. It's a little chunky. It's a little chunky. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but lots of, you know, lots of protein, very mm-hmm. healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, mm-hmm. Everything he does is good for you. Yeah. No, mis- no misinformation there. No, no. No. And so we haven't, Mm-mm. this is what we've always needed. You know, people get confused at times. And I don't know if you've noticed this over our history. There mm-hmm. has been disagreement on different mm-hmm. topics and yeah. what is true oh, yeah, and what yeah. isn't and what's the best approach. And the government should decide Just that. decide it for us. Yeah. So we know. don't have to have all these arguments. Amen, brother. Mm. Amen. So, you know, we wouldn't have had this problem if Lincoln just would have had a disinformation board. Right. You know, he could have just he could have just arrested and silenced or killed all those people that were like saying all these untruths about slavery. Right. I mean, obviously, I think if there was a disinformation board back in the day, they would have been saying that slavery was good and Lincoln was wrong. Yeah. Uh, but uh, forget yeah. about that for a second. And we'll just uh, well, talk about how they're see, now you have disinformation. Evolved. No, Lincoln didn't really care about the slaves. Oh, hello. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm really glad because if we have this disinformation board, they're going to be able to stop things like the Russian collusion story. You know, that went on for four years. If we would have had the Department of Homeland Security, they would have said, no, no, guys, that's not true. In fact, the the FBI has been altering documents and lying uh, to the FISA court, you know, the secret court. They've been lying to them. So that's not true. So don't report that. So that would have been good. Or the steel dossier and the golden shower and all of that. Mm. We could have said, no, no, no. The DHS has just come out and said, no, Steele has been discredited by the FBI and he's making all of this stuff up. And and here's the evidence of it, you know, or like the Donald Trump has seven hours missing on January 6th on his phone (laughs) logs could have had that or the laptop's not real or actually it was not real. Then it was stolen. So we can't report on it because it was stolen uh and you know which none of that was true then it was a russian op and that wasn't true and now it's uh it's all about hunter and has nothing to do with joe which is not true now so the dhs could stop that you know wouldn't that be great you know oh man if they could have been around when the disinformation of if you like your health care you can keep it wouldn't have been great if the government would have had that disinformation stopped it's weird because Obama had a version of this in his campaign. Huh? Remember this? It no. Was a, I, uh, uh, yeah, they no. were. They had a disinformation uh, quick response team. Oh, that's right. That would step out that's and make right. sure whenever there were lies like. But see, 
but that didn't really, I mean, that wasn't run by the DHS. Yeah, you need to have it in yeah, the you DHS have to have for sure. Got to be in the government. You know, that might have stopped Ben Rhodes from lying about the Iran deal to get it done, remember? And then coming out and bragging about, yeah, I lied. Yeah. I lied mm-hmm. about that uh, Iran thing to be able to get that thing done, you know? Or the lies about the masks that the government was was proud of lying about. I mean, it was a noble lie. It was a noble lie. Now, I don't know if the DHS is going to stop noble lies. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I don't think they should do that. Yeah. Uh, noble lies should be allowed a, to fly. You know, yeah. there's, a, there's a difference. Oh, or the voting rights bill. Man, mm. wouldn't it be great if the DHS would have had this disinformation service and they could have stopped, you know, all the people in the government and the press saying that the voting rights bill uh, is to stop black people from voting. Wouldn't that have been great? We need this so bad. Mm. We do. Or the Wuhan lab that that leak couldn't it have been possible. Absolutely, definitely did not. Don't even talk about it. Not a possibility. Not a possibility. Impossible. Yeah. 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 And that comes, you know how, you know, that one was definitely true because it came right from the people who did it. Yeah. 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 That's how you know. Yeah. They said yeah. they didn't do it. Right. And they were the ones that would have had to have done it. So <sighs> yep. it's like yep. when you ask a murder, like you ask OJ Simpson, did you kill your wife? Now he, he did know. write a book saying he, if he did it, yeah. he gave kind of but, the but outline, he did, of, but, but he, he didn't. didn't do it. And if he says he didn't do it, he's the he, expert. He was there. He was there. Were yeah. you there? No. no, he was there. I wasn't in a Wuhan lab. Or in his case, not there. Not and in his case, right. Yes. In his specific and case, with not the there. Wuhan lab, I mean... They were there or not there, so they would know. Find the expert. Who's the expert <laughs> on O.J. Simpson murdering Nicole Brown oh, Simpson man. and Ronald Goldman? O.J. Simpson. Imagine the DHS if they could have stopped. You know, remember the Obama cages that they didn't report on, said they didn't exist, mm-hmm. but did, you mm-hmm. know, at the, at the border? Sure. And then they said that Trump built those cages, and then we have cages now, and they say they're not cages? Imagine if we could stop the misinformation there. You know, that would be good. Or the horse whipping guys. Mm. Ooh, that would have been a good one to stop. Still or the Brett, Ka- Brett Kavanaugh is a rapist. Oh, can you imagine if they could have stopped that disinformation? Or the new one now, I like this, is uh, the, uh, the trans care for kids is reversible. Mm. Or, or, or could we please play uh, cut one here? Here's a, a, a teacher about uh, being very, very careful about what we teach our kids. Listen to this. And two other uh, trans identified uh, high school teachers put together a language guide. Our site is called genderinclusivebiology.com. Mm. Yeah. And some things that we come up on a lot are for teaching about um, cell division or reproduction a lot of textbooks, a lot of existing teaching will say, well, women produce eggs. Um, males are more likely to be colorblind. Um, the mother carries the fetus for this many months. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some ways that we can show our support for trans and non-binary students are just to clean up that language, be yeah. more precise. We can be more accurate and be more inclusive. Oh. So I would say, no, it's not women that produce eggs. It's ovaries that produce eggs. Ah, that's accurate. Okay. That's precise. We're acknowledging that not all women produce eggs and also not all egg producers are women, women. for example. Yeah. And we're teaching students that language matters. It does. Language does (laughs) matter. you are. You are saying that. I will say, I agree with that part of it. They are teaching students that language language matters. matters. Yes, Mm -hmm. they are. And, you know, not all women produce eggs. Mm -hmm. Okay, true. True. Yeah, it's true. Um, uh, And... uh, 
what was the other one? Not all egg producers are, are women. Are, are women. Mm-hmm. That one. Uh, we should call the DHS on that I'm one. I'm not a biologist. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. You know. I don't know. Who could know? Hey, can you imagine if we had the DHS on the BLM peaceful protests? Oh, oh yeah, that, that would have helped. Or, or the fact that they raised millions and millions of dollars and then just stole the money. Uh, they bought some nice real estate. I wouldn't say. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're you right. Know. You're right. You're right. Or imagine having DHS if they were there to say, hey, 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 that's not what Trump said about Charlottesville and the Nazis. Mm. That would have been or the horse dewormer thing or mm. injecting bleach or calling him a white supremacist, you know, and everything he does is hate speech and trying to, you know, all of that. That would be wow. Or inflation and gas prices caused by putin that would be mm. we should get the dhs on that one mm-hmm. i'm sure they'll be all over it i mean uh, oh that's, that's a current one think that's of that i mean long that's, list. <laughs> that's a long list that was just me five minutes before yeah. we went on i would like to open up the phones today today's a day you you talk whatever you want to talk about i'd love to hear you know if you actually got on your zoning board or if you're running for, you know, I'd like to hear some local success stories. If you if have any, you know, give me hope for the love of God. Uh, and uh, but I'd also like, can you can you fill out that list? Because that's a pretty comprehensive list. That took me five minutes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not full, but oh, it, no. you got a lot on there yeah. for five minutes. That's for, for sure. five minutes. Now, that's that's so DHS yesterday, in case you haven't heard, has come out and said that uh, they have a disinformation Homeland Security Governance Board. And they're really they're very concerned about the minority communities. OK, very concerned about the minority communities. Um, and so, I mean, because that's really where the disinformation is happening. Don't you think, Stu? Mm. You know, Spanish language uh, disinformation campaigns. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm in these secret, you know, GOP meetings all the time. Right, right. You know, the Star Chamber. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it all the time. But we speak in Angolan because nobody speaks that on the left, you know. Right. And so it's the ultimate white language. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, so we're speaking in Angola. And, right. Uh, and we've been plotting to just take over, you know, continue our takeover of the Spanish language channels, you know, Univision, it's ours. It's ours. So we've done really? this for a long time. That doesn't seem yeah, like no. it's really supporting all the GOP. That's our disinformation campaign. Mm. So anyway, they're concerned about that. Um, they're concerned about disinformation about the border and about Russia. Okay. They're very concerned about those two things. Oh, and, and inflation. So they're going to be looking into those. Aren't those the things that maybe everybody's going to be talking about during the election? I'm just, mm. I'm just saying. By the way, uh, Nina Jankowitz is uh, going to be the the head of the dis, uh, disinformation uh, center for the DHS, and she's great because, well, she was you know she was the one who said, "Hey, uh, this laptop thing that's Russian disinformation," so she knows it. She's yeah. good. Then she called a Trump product. Yeah, a Trump product. Mm. Yeah, a Trump product. And, you know, the other thing I really like about her, and I'll get into this later if we want to, but uh, she is on the board of trustees for the Eurasia Foundation and is a global fellow. I'm not going to need to say any more than this. She's also a global fellow 
at the Woodrow Wilson International Center. Oh, great. Yeah. So great. I mean, what else could you ask for? I, that is so perfect. I can't even. <laughs> it's as if they designed the story for <clears throat> us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So there you have it, gang. Welcome to it. Uh, we're going to make sure that you get the right information <clears throat> until DHS, you know, shuts everybody down. <laughs> um, but it'll be Elon Musk that's responsible for it. Spent far too many years of my life dealing with pain in my hands so bad that um, I couldn't hold a pen or a pencil for very long. Like literally like three minutes and my hands would cramp up. It'd be over. I couldn't paint. And painting is something, painting and playing the piano is something I've always wanted to do. Once I get down the painting thing a little bit more, I'm going to learn to play the piano too. Um, but, uh, I can't, I couldn't do it because of my hands. So much pain. Well, I started taking relief factor about three years ago. And I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but kind of painting up a storm. Uh, I can use my hands like, like I hadn't been able to use for almost 10 years. Try the three week quick start developed for 1995. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered relief factor and about 70% of them go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K is the phone number. Today's the day that we want to really just focus on you. We don't have any guests, or you know, I got a lot of things to talk about. So if you don't call, I mean, I'm just gonna keep it up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Just want to get a gut check on where you are. Um, I think this is this is an important thing that I learned. Uh, in, you know, 2015 and 2016 is I hadn't listened to you and heard you enough uh and i i just i think it's really important we try once a week now to just open up the phones for you to hear what you're struggling with to hear what you are concerned about i want to know i want to know the financial situation how i mean i can't i can't imagine i was talking to somebody just the other day where was i a grocery store someplace and i said so how how how's inflation affecting you and the family. And, um, you know, they were a normal average American, you know, uh, and they said, ah, it's, it's starting to get a little bad. And I was kind of surprised by that because I thought it would be really bad for a lot of people because we're at the beginning of this. And, you know, the, <laughs> where is that story? There's a story from, I think it is Citibank, or no, Bank of America said, you know, America's bank accounts they are just flush with cash and uh, they haven't really, you know, they've been able to handle it because of all the cash they have in the bank. And I thought, who is it you're talking about that has all that cash in the bank? Cause I don't know normal people that have a lot of cash in the bank right now. And I think it's, I think bank of America is looking at this as, Hey, how are our bank accounts? Is America doing good? Yeah, if you look at them with all the rich people's bank accounts, yeah, they're doing pretty good. So on average, sure, 
And they're not actually looking at the average American uh, because Bank of America has come out and said, you know, there's no reason to cut back on your spending right now. <laughs> Think of how evil that is. No reason to cut back on your spending. It's still it's you're still pretty good. America's pretty good. America's pretty good. Well, I mean, Glenn, I was I was a little upset, you know, a little nervous about how uh, we had an actual contraction of the economy announced today. Uh, ah. Now, that doesn't normally happen, of course, uh, but here's what and, and the New York Times helped us understand the perspective mm-hmm. uh, about it when, mm-hmm. when they said mm-hmm. the GDP report shows the U.S. economy shrank, masking a broader recovery. Oh, wow. See, it masked it. All the downturn in the economy masked the upturn yes, yes. in the economy. It's like the murder rate mm-hmm. is masking the the price of apartments in those areas right. going down. <laughs> that's what that's the so good sad. news. It's yeah. sad that all those murders <laughs> yeah, happen to take the headlines away from nobody's living in this area. There's plenty of space. Now, you may remember we had a, a slight downturn um, mm-hmm. when all the businesses shut down in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, we came back. Obviously, we had mm-hmm. basically two quarters of a shutdown we mm-hmm. came back and had a very big upturn of yeah, course yeah. after we came out of that yeah and have been in the positive every ever since yeah uh, until now minus 0.4 percent uh the uh the economy it means we're contracting yeah getting yeah. smaller yeah getting smaller getting, getting okay smaller. so this is not like golf no you don't want the you don't want okay. the lowest score is not the best score. okay so it's mm-hmm. it's actually in the negative territory it's right. like you never even went to the golf course you might look at this and say oh my right. gosh it's great we're under par right no, that's no. golf okay that's all right golf. all right this is not how you okay want this so to go. uh and if we get two of those in a row two mm. quarters in a row that it's means we're in a recession uh, yes uh-huh. that's usually the yeah. The way we typically. Well, good news is, I, you know, that story I was telling you about Bank of America, they said they're not expecting any recession really until maybe late next year. So, Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. When, when that's the optimistic take, that's yeah. the problem. By the way, one of the reasons, and I and one of the reasons I wanted to make sure you understood uh-huh. how positive this was, okay. was that, uh, yes, the economy shrank. However, however... It masked, masked the recovery because consumer spending was up. Oh, so the economy's shrinking, see? but we're spending more, and right? that's good news. That is the way because mm-hmm. you know if we could just get um, the economy shrinking, so then you know we have to you know make people more unemployed, which would slow down the economy, which is the Fed is trying to do. Mm-hmm. So we get people that aren't making stuff because nobody's buying the stuff. Except the people who are about to be fired go out and spend a lot of money, which is the bright news in all of. Does any of this make sense? (laughs) Does any of that? It's like saying men can have babies. Wake up, America. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, Mother's Day is just a couple of weeks away. That means that time is running out to get the perfect gifts for those special women in your life. Thankfully, like always, GenuCell has got you covered. Right now, you can save up to 60% on all GenuCell products across their website, including their brand new Ultra Retinol Cream. My wife loves this. My mom loves it as well. Uh, You can get it uh, for Mother's Day. It's a great gift. Uh, Mother's Day sale is going on now. Uh, You can get, uh, for every eligible order, you can get the GenuCell's immediate effects as well. This is for results in as little as 12 hours, absolutely free. They've got the great uh, MDL technology going on with the Ultra Retinol Cream. You're going to love it. And if you don't love it, well, you can get your money back because your money back, it's a money back guarantee. 
you're going to be satisfied. And that's what uh, Jenny Sahal always promises. Make this Mother's Day one that she'll always remember with this one-of-a-kind gift of beauty. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck for 60% off world-class skincare. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck. All orders are automatically upgraded to free two-day shipping with the concierge white, white glove service that they've got going on right now as well. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck. We, we want to welcome into the uh, the uh, family of stations of the Glenn Beck program, WG, uh, sorry, KGWA in Oklahoma, Talk 100.9. And at 8727-BECK is the phone number, uh, and we have open phones. Talk to you, Kathy. Is it Iowa? Yes, I'm in Iowa driving Hi, right now. Thank you. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm I am good. How are you? Okay. Pretty good. All right, good. Traffic's not <laughs> All right, good. Yeah. Good. Um, Thanks for the traffic report. I have <laughs> I have two comments. Yeah. One is I'd be looking for um a lack of loads for drivers come maybe summer whenever China decides to open back up. We get so many things on containers. My husband and I drive for uh, an auto parts store, major mm-hmm. auto parts store. Okay. We get a lot of stuff from China. Things come in on containers. And with so many ships sitting off the coast of China waiting to get in with supplies yeah. and get reloaded to come back out, if they don't open up soon, there's going to be a lack of loads hitting the coast for drivers to haul <laughs> yeah yeah and that you know? would translate kathy into uh shortages on the shelves and the auto parts stores and and everything else that is shipped from china uh yeah it's yeah. a it's gonna be a real problem and remember this is a lot bigger than the problem we had last time this is much bigger and remember the clog at the uh at the ports when they finally did open up I mean, we're in for months of trouble. Kathy, thank you so much. Uh, Don, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Um, thanks for um, taking my call. Sure. Um, I um, first bought your book off of Audible, and then mm. um, per your recommendations, I bought the hardback. Yeah, thank you. And your narration does make the book much more fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Um, But I have a question about China. Mm -hmm. In the book, you talk about China being part of the Great Reset. Mm -hmm. But then I have heard you um, talk about how China and Russia are against the Great Reset because they want to, excuse me, maintain um, their uh, way of, you know, one person runs their country. Sure. Um, and, and those are not those are not different. The Great Reset is the kind of same. I mean, it's the communist model. It's the Chinese new Chinese communist model. Um, but uh, I think I, the best way to explain this is let me try it this way. Um, China loves the uh, the global warming climate change uh, laws, and they are all for those uh regulations and uh and the west and they they're going to be a part of it you bet they're going to be a part of it in 2050 but you know you guys get started on that now why 
why are they saying we can't do anything until 2050? Because they have no intent of being part of that. They know it's a poison pill for the West. So they are all for the Great Reset for the West. You guys, you were real. No, this is great. We've even looked at it. We think it's really good for you. What a great model that is. But they're not going to do it. They know it's a poison pill for us. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And and you could also use DHS um, to change the misinformation about how your book is like number 13 in <laughs> the New York Times. Yeah, well, you know, uh, gosh, I, I wonder if I am number 13 and it's USA Today, uh, Book Scan, The Wall Street Journal, uh, and uh, Publishers Weekly that is... That's lying. That's probably the disinformation that we're number one. It's the New York Times telling the truth. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, let me go to David in Mississippi. Hello, David. Good morning, Glenn. Yes, good morning. Glenn, Glenn I have to say I am so relieved that the DHS has decided that now it's time to start sorting out fact from fiction. Right. And I was just, just going to ask you, did, did some little minor event happen this week? In the world of social media, I seem to have missed something. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I mean, other than uh, Elon Musk coming in, and he's going to be the death knell uh, for. Well, I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm confused. I thought he was the savior of climate change. <clears throat> well, he is, but he's a big fat liar too when it comes to everything. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't thank you so much, David, for your call. I cannot get over how they I mean, yesterday, who was it? I have to look this up. Um, they actually came out and said that this is the worst thing that could happen um, here. Here it is. Um, Moscow Twitter is one of the greatest threats to the 2022 and 2024 elections. We're effed if this happens. Okay. So what is she saying there? What is she saying there? <laughs> Gee. Yeah. You're, uh, you're saying the quiet part out loud a little bit there, dear. <laughs> I think so. Mm -hmm. that's, what the, that's what all of this is about. What all of this is about. Well, I mean, I really, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm obsessed with this point, but it, it really does seem really important to me. Elizabeth Warren came out and said, you know, this, all these terrible things about Elon Musk, he's using this for his own power. And, and everyone is criticizing Musk for this purchase and how dangerous it is. Here is a guy who has done more to stop the problem they say is the greatest existential threat mm -hmm. to our to our humanity as a whole. Mm -hmm. the, he's the guy who's taking us from a, 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 a entire economy based on, uh, you know, the combustion engine. And turning it into, almost single-handedly, into a, an economy based on electric cars. The, by far the biggest step that any individual human being has taken to solve climate change. By far. Much more than Greta Thunberg and her little <laughs> protest when she was skipping school. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? All of that's going on. And they are so worried that people might need be able to say the things they believe they're criticizing this person. Now, look, if we, I don't know, what do we think? If, if there was a person who had done tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of things 
to stop abortion or something. Mm-hmm. Some real problem that we think is the most critical thing that we might, you know, that the humanity mm-hmm. faces. Mm-hmm. If they bought Taco Bell and took the Mexican pizza off the menu, would we be that concerned? <laughs> Wouldn't we give him, I don't know, well, let me give the you a real life of the doubt? Well, let me give you a real life example. Let's say you created the abortion industry, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you did it because you were a massive racist, right. okay? Right. All right? <laughs> we can forgive the fact that you're a massive yeah. racist, that right. that's why you actually started this, to kill the black race, mm-hmm. Because now it's really all about women's choice. Right. Okay. They or, can forgive that. Or if you but were the not per- Elon Musk. If you're a person who, I don't know, advanced progressivism out of a, the, the, the foundations of this country, and you also happened to start the KKK or put the KKK back in, <laughs> the uh, in prominence. Yeah. Uh, they seem to love Woodrow Wilson for these <laughs> yeah, things and overlook some yeah. of the. Of course, I guess the KKK is more central to that mission. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> the, the point here is that. The fact that they are freaking out about a guy who has done more to solve what they say is the biggest problem we yep, have yep. is so revealing because they mm-hmm. the actual biggest problem that we have in mm-hmm. their eyes are people speaking their mind and speaking the truth and not listening to them. That is a much more important goal for them. They don't care about climate change. They've revealed it so clearly mm-hmm. here. More clear, you know, Bill Gates, who comes out and talks all the time about how important climate change is, has a $500 million short position on Tesla. Why on earth would you be shorting Tesla if you cared about climate change? <sighs> He doesn't Quite talk, revealing. He does not talk about his investments, too. And how dare you bring up his investments? <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> these, are some of, these are some of the things um, that they're now saying. These are the these are the people that work at Twitter. We're all going through the five stages of grief uh, in cycles. Everyone's nerves are frazzled. This is a senior staff software engineer. Um, he went on to call Elon Musk an a-hole Tried to console his colleagues. We're all spinning our wheels and coming up with the worst case scenarios. Trump returns. No more moderation. The fact is Musk has not talked about what he's planning to do in any detail beside the broad sweeping statements that could easily be seen as hyperbolic showboating. What he's saying here is don't fear the return of freedom of speech. And the argument from the left is I get death threats. Okay, there's no freedom of speech in a death threat. I can't say, hey, I'm coming to your house and I'm going to rape you and then kill you. That's not freedom of speech. That's against the law. So that kind of stuff, by the way. That stuff has been said to me and my family. I mean, not the rape part. Nobody's really interested. You know, they're like, I can't hire a guy to do that. Um, But uh, uh, we've even talked to the Russians and those guys will do anything. Mm. No. No. Anyway, um, but I've had death threats over and over and over again. I've been called all kinds of names. There's a difference between being called names and being threatened. I guess you can call me a bigot because that's what everybody on the left does. They call me a hate monger, a bigot, an anti-Semite, the guy who won the Defender of Israel Award, an award, by the way, not given out every year. They like wait for somebody who shows up and they're like, wow, that person needs this award. 
I get this and I'm called an anti-Semite. Okay, well, that's your freedom of speech. You're wrong. You're dumb. The minute you say, I'm going to burn down your house, uh, I think we should all meet at Glenn's house. Here's the address. That's illegal. That's the stuff that Elon Musk has already said. If it's illegal, we will ban it. So what is it they're afraid of? They're afraid of ideas and they're afraid of not being able to control the narrative. Mm -hmm. See, this is what happens whenever you are going into an authoritarian uh, regime. They have to control the narrative where if you believe in the principles of the Constitution, that the citizen is at the top of the food chain, not the government. The citizen has a right to, you know, I was just helping my daughter with uh, homework on the Yalta agreement. I'm so glad I could go to high school twice. Um, So working on the Yalta agreement. And the problem with the Yalta agreement, Russia violated it right away. um, Because, I don't know, it was Belarus and some other country. I'm not in high school. I don't have to study for the test. But it's two countries. I think it's Romania and Belarus. And the Russians went in. And they were not supposed to, everybody was supposed to have free and fair elections. If they decided they wanted to be communist, they can be communist. But nobody's influencing these elections. Whatever the people say, that's the government they get. Well, um, I, I think it was Belarus and, and um, uh, Romania. They shut down all freedom of speech and freedom of assembly. And then they hold elections. So the United States says to Russia, uh, we don't recognize those two countries because you can't have free and fair elections without full freedom of speech to be able to disagree with your opponents. (laughs) This is what we're going through now. Mm. You know, first of all, opposition in all things. There has to be opposition in all things. Hey, if, if you don't have that, the moon comes, cre- you know, uh, uh, creaming the earth, just spinning out of control. There's opposition in everything. And that is important to have that opposition. If you want free speech, you're going to have to get over. I can't. I swear to you, I cannot take these these kids nowadays that are offended by everything. Get over it. Or you are going to have to live in a totalitarian state. And I want you to know that state that you'll help build will be great for about 10 minutes. And then you better be very, very careful that you never fall out of line with a state or you'll be on their crap list. It's actually a lot more work to be a part of that. It really is. Back in just a second, LifeLock, Elon Musk, someday going to summon his vast fortune to buy the entire Internet. And that on that day, oh, we will all be forced to buy Teslas and go to Mars. But if he completely controls the Internet, no cyber criminals. Huh? That's great. We should liquidate those people. Oh, Elon will get to it on Twitter. Anyway, um, uh, here's the thing. Cyber criminals are a part of our our lives. Um, You know, just like robot girlfriends will be soon. Did I say that out loud? 
chock full of people that just want to steal your stuff on the internet no one can prevent all identity threats uh but i will tell you lifelock is the best in the business and you need the best in the business to protect you because this will affect all of us now Nobody can watch everything. Nobody can catch everything. But LifeLock has a team of specialists in case you do become a victim and they miss something. They'll help you fix the problem quickly. Join now. Save 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. Save 25%. LifeLock.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Uh, The things that are on your mind, your concerns, uh, your victories, your questions, 888-727-BECK. We take your phone calls after this next break. However, do not come to the table with disinformation, misinformation, or malinformation. Don't do it. If you do it, we will shut you down and report you immediately to DHS. Yes, we will. We will. That's um, how we roll. Yeah. We're leaving all the mis, dis, and malinformation to the mainstream media. So they can, <laughs> you know, they can do that. We want to make sure that it's all buttoned up here. And we're on the side of DHS and their Ministry of Truth. Today we listen to you, 888-727-BECK. I want to hear the voices from all over the country. Today is the day to speak to the nation. I want to hear you, 888-727-BECK. We begin in 60 seconds. You know, back in my day, we didn't have these cellular telephones. We didn't get onto the TikToks and print the text messages and smoke dope while listening to all of our favorite ringtones. The old days, we had a rotary phone and a newspaper. And if you didn't hear the ringtone, you'd take that newspaper and you'd bash your kid on the butt and say, It's the phone! Pick up the phone! It was much better. We didn't have laptops. We kept our pornography and our secret China deals in a file cabinet or in a magazine. Yeah, well, let me tell you, if you're not part of the Biden family and you do use a cell phone, uh, you might want to switch over to Patriot Mobile. You're going to save a ton of money. You're going to be on the same cell tower, so you get the same great service. 
But Patriot Mobile is also America's only Christian cell phone provider. They stand for your rights. And unlike a lot of big mobile companies who donate to leftist causes with your money, Patriot Mobile donates to causes you believe in. They stand against the things that we're all against. But more importantly, they actively stand for the Constitution and the right to life. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Call 972-PATRIOT-SWITCH right now. We need a parallel economy. And this is your first step. Empower the people who are empowering you. PatriotMobile.com slash back. We have uh, West in Nebraska. Hello, West. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hey, I just wanted to know uh, between you and Stu, um, give me information. Where are we going to get all this electricity from? China's building 12 new power plants, but mm. we're supposed to destroy all of ours and our gas, mm. and they even want to destroy the Bonneville power. You know, the dam between Oregon and Washington? Mm. They want to take that down. Mm. So where are we going to get all this electricity? Are they going to cut uh, Google off, cut Facebook off, cut Amazon off so they have the power to charge all these cars? Well, I mean, I don't think we have to worry about that. Um, why think about you just when you get an electric car, you plug it into the wall. That's where you get your electricity. OK, I mean, you have that West plug it into the wall. But the power company is going up the rates because everybody's using it. How dare you? It's going to cost the same. It's going to cost the same as gasoline. Well, let me tell you something, uh, you know. A lot of Americans, homeless Americans, are willing to pay <laughs> higher uh, electricity rates to save the planet. I did some uh, some <laughs> a decent amount of homework on electric cars recently. Yeah, uh, Glenn, as yeah. you may know, mm-hmm. uh, I ordered a car over eight months ago. And yeah, it has not it's arrived. still haven't arrived. Uh, yeah. We do have a date now in June. Wow, so they're telling me now it's wow. going to be June. So don't worry, it'll come. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But well, my house. So you know, mm-hmm. my house is two weeks from being done. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, looking at this, though, you know, you people think, oh, you can just plug in your car mm-hmm. and it'll charge. And and yes, it's true. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Now, you do need to get installed a like industrial, you know, uh, plug, you know, like mm-hmm. a washer or dryer, right? Like, you yeah, know, you, you need have one those, of those big plugs. One of those big plugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Now, the big plug will, you know, charge your car overnight. Mm. So, like in eight to ten hours, uh-huh. your car, depending on what kind of car it is, right. uh, will will charge as you sleep, and that's pretty darn right. convenient. Now, so just don't be a bank robber. That's right. all we're saying, right? But again, think of this: you have to install. You know, you're talking anywhere from five hundred to two thousand dollars to get this thing all put in, and to get the because it's not just the plug, but you have the charging base and all those rebates. I'm sure the right. government will help pay for that. So you're spending a couple thousand dollars if you uh-huh. want to do this. If you just want to plug it into your wall, you can do that too. It will yeah. take multiple, like two to three days to charge your car if you're just plugging it into a normal socket. Where are you going? <laughs> what do you have? Usually I somewhere. Mean, that's why you have uh-huh, a car. Uh-huh. So when they say you can save some money on gas, mm-hmm. it is true that you don't have to go fill up on gas, and that's that's great. However, if you charge it at a fast charging uh, station, you will be paying for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're charging it out on the road. If you're charging it at home, you also will be paying for it. Mm -hmm. And you have to spend a couple thousand dollars to get the equipment Mm -hmm. to make it it, it, normal and efficient, uh, to make it so it's not multiple days to charge your car. So you're spending all all these months of gas savings up 
front. Yeah. Plus the car is more expensive. Right. Uh, you know, I, but again, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even if you up, you know, you, you upgrade so you, you can charge it overnight. The great news is because West is right. We're not going to have enough electricity. Right. It'll still take multiple days because of the brownouts. Right. They're, br- so. <laughs> they're browning out places in California now. Now. They don't even, they're 1% of cars are Teslas. 1%. It's the, obviously the most, you know, highest uh, market value car company on earth. And they sell 1% of cars, but still 1%, Mm -hmm. that's it. And they're already browning things out. Can you imagine what this is going to be like? Oh, it's going to be Especially when you, they won't let you build nuclear plants. They won't let you do any of this. I would be for, I would be, I would be all in, all in for the, private market to do it not mm-hmm. to right not, know, forced. not forced mm-hmm. but i would be all in i would be lead the charge if they were saying let's build nuclear power plants let's build them now it's the cleanest most efficient it's the best energy and the safest energy ever produced okay let's build those i'd be all in because i'd go okay we've got enough electricity to do anything we want you know, we can make hydrogen. You could have the hydrogen car. We can do anything if we had those. And we'll never have to depend on another country. No, ever, ever, ever. How I mean, great would that be? Think of the and difference between the You ger- wouldn't have to frack. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to, you know, get coal. You wouldn't have to burn fossil yep. fuels. You wouldn't have to drill for oil. If they're right on global warming, we can solve all of those problems that all way. And look at the difference between France and Germany in the middle of this current situation. Yeah. France is sitting there going like, yeah, well, we, have, we have all the electricity we need because 80% of their electricity, or now it's down to something like 70, I think. Because they're turning uh, it down. Because they're turning them down. Although that's, that seems to be reversing with yeah. this going on, which it may be the one upside of this war mm, but we'll look see. at the difference with, with germany germany's sitting here they don't know what the heck to do they still have to buy you know gas from russia yeah they're still doing it from russia they turned their nuclear power plants off and now off. they're trying to reverse themselves well but they all have those solar panels on their roofs oh that that worked out well yeah actually it didn't uh hmm. but that's a different story let's go to uh, rick in missouri hello rick welcome to the glenbeck program Thank you, Glenn, very much for taking my call, and I want to thank y'all, you, and all of your uh, all of your your and your gorgeous organization for carrying on. Thank, oh, thank you, you so very much. No, it's a, a my- privilege, and we. Um, I want you to know we take it seriously, and we are constantly looking for ways to make sure when the DHS says we got to shut them down that the voice continues. So thank you. Pray for us. Yeah, you're in my prayers every day. Thank you. I'm calling. I'm calling regarding what used to be called our border. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes, I'm in Missouri, but I and my family own property in the Rio Grande Valley. But do you really? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Go to Laredo, hang a left, drive for about an hour and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, our back fence, our, let's put it this way, on my personal piece of property, uh, my back fence was about five, or is about five miles from the border. When I say was, is because my back fence isn't there anymore. Mm. Okay. Mm. And those my are cheap. family and I, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. five strand barbed wire, yeah. you betcha. Yeah. Uh, and the fence post to hold it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my question is this, uh, since uh, Dementia in Chief, I love when they call him that, um, opened up our border to anybody. Uh, who do I send the bill to to replace my fence? 
And I'm not talking about just a couple of miles. Uh, my family and I own property in sections. And for those who are listening who don't know what a section is, a section is a square mile, 640 square acres. We own property plurally in sections. Who do we send that bill to? Uh, you know, the, the right answer would be, the common sense answer would be um, the administration and Congress. It, it would be. But yeah. then you're ended up paying for it again. I mean, people who don't understand, you know, they live in city centers, et cetera, et cetera. They don't understand. I have a ranch and it, we have been working on just repairing the fence around the uh, ranch. And it's not your size. Uh, we've been working every summer for like three years. I mean, it'll take you forever to do it if you're trying to do it yourself. Uh, and it, it's wildly expensive. And that's, I bet your property is damaged in more than just the fence. Well, yeah, our houses uh, have been ransacked. Um, let's put it this way. Um, if I were to go there, and it's been, uh, it's, it's been a, a year or so since I've been there, uh, I'm not spending the night on the property. Okay. Wow. It's just, it's just not safe. It's, it's that crazy. And that's because of the coyotes on this side of our border, not on the Mexican side. And it's very, 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 it's, it, it, people don't realize how really, really uh, fractured it is down there on the border. I do have one last question, Glenn. This is a personal question. Did you ever find your friend Mike? Because a couple few years back, mm -hmm. he would open the show saying, hey, Mike Racka. Now, who is Mike Racka? I don't recall <laughs> that. Do you recall that show? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I recall that show, but the answer would have to be no. Um, I never I never did. I'm I really can't remember that show and, and who it, that was. Is he joking? Is, it, is Glenn just mispronouncing something else? Mark no, no, it, it's kind of a joke because you used to start a show some years back with "Hey, my cracker." Oh, jeez! Oh. Oh, get off the phone. <laughs> I thought Thank that. I so thought it was something like yeah. that. <laughs> my cracker. My cracker. Let me tell you about Relief <laughs> Factor. Most person, most people who turn, we got to hire him to write for Hillary. Um, most of the people who turn to uh, Relief Factor have found themselves missing uh, the ability to just do things that help them enjoy daily life. They try all kinds of things. Um, usually, you know, if you really are racked with pain, you've tried everything and most of the stuff doesn't work. Then some happy day, they try something like relief factor. Usually they've heard me talk about how I got my life back. They try to try it for themselves. And in 70% of the cases, they get their lives back as well. At least I can say this 30% of the people who order the trial pack where you take it for three weeks. And they say, if you don't see any results in three weeks, it most likely is not going to work for you. But if you see any indication that it's working for you in those three weeks, just keep taking it. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month after month because they're like me. It started slow with me, but man, it is gone now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four relief. Call uh, uh, 800 for relief or relieffactor.com relieffactor.com feel the difference 10 seconds station id I
All right. Uh, let me go to Claire in Virginia. Hello, Claire. Hi, Glenn. Hi. I'm so glad you took my call because I'm calling to ask for your help in drawing some additional national attention to this crazy issue that's happening here again in one of our Virginia schools. In Blacksburg, my daughter's on the girls lacrosse team at the high school here, and they wanted to wear shirts to support their coach, uh, who spent 10 summers volunteering in orphanages in Ukraine. Uh, they had shirts that said, pray for peace. And they were told that they couldn't wear them because they were too religious. And so we offered to change it to play for peace. And they were told no, because that's too political. And the interim superintendent actually said that it's too political because peace comes from war. And war is just about peace. Oh, my gosh. Are you making signs for your campaign to replace that moron? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's just an interim, so we are hoping that that Uh, is the first step in taking back sanity within our schools. But I know this is an issue that's near and dear to your heart these days. Um, The issue did make townhall.com, and I would love to see it getting additional attention, attention because I think it just is the perfect example of the rejection of universal truth and the lack of common sense that you talk about all the time yeah. in schools that parents are just getting totally fed up with. Okay, so where is this? Blacksburg? Yes, it's in southwest Virginia. Okay. Um, we'll look into it. I'll, so, I'll pass it over to the blaze. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, let me go to uh, Pam in Florida. Hello, Pam. Well, good morning. Hi. Listen, I am concerned about the women, right? My contemporary white suburban women who are supporting Biden. What do we do to get them to stop watching The View? And I've been a listener of yours for over 15 years, so I feel really informed. But typically, women don't listen to talk radio. And so how do we, how do we talk to them? How do we get them to listen into other sources of media so that they can, you know, stop being brainwashed? Well, Pam, I'll tell you, because chicks dig me. So let me just, I mean, um, there's lots of different uh, podcasts that are out right now. And lots of great ones on the blaze, of course. Yeah. Um, that many of them uh, appeal um, more to women than men. Allie um, Stuckey is great. Allie's great. Yeah. She is great. Uh, but I mean, I think, too, one of the important parts of this is it's not going to be Glenn Beck or Stu or Allie or anybody. Uh, that reach uh, uh, the you're never going to have us reach the enough, enough people to turn the tide. It's people like you, Pam, that will listen to us and do your own homework, you know, check all that stuff out. And then you're talking to people that, you know, that is the way that these things really, I think, turn, you and, know, and it's, it's not a, as hard as it used to be because yeah. now people are waking up. There are people that are, you know, for instance, in Blacksburg that didn't think anything was going on and they, you know, voted one way or another. And now they're seeing this and they're like, wait a minute, what is happening? And so people are waking up and it is important that you have the facts and pass it on. But also, you know, there are great, great podcasts. Uh, you know, one of the best podcasts. I, I just love the Barry Weiss podcast. Do you listen? to? Oh, that? yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It is so good. Um, and here's a woman who is, uh, you know, used to be a liberal and maybe still classifies herself as a as a liberal. I don't even know. Um, but. She is so full of common sense and and she can speak with authority 
from the other side. And those are the kinds of things for your friends that are watching the view or, you know, watching something else. Um, you need to find the right podcast. So for instance, like from Barry Weiss on, you know, girls uh, uh, sports or, uh, you know, how they are just devaluing women with the trans thing or, you know, something like that. Education that that is waking up a lot of women um, they are seeing it affect their children. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people, I think, are just going to be are going to be lost in the end uh, because they just won't wake up. Shannon, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Well, hello, Glenn. Good How morning you? to you and the crew. Thank you. Uh, well, I was just uh, and thank you for uh, the blaze and your affiliates and definitely Patriot Mobile. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I'm glad. Uh, well, I was just going to say, are they now going to teach that hens are the only ones that can lay eggs and we're going to discriminate the rooster? Uh, you know, that's it's exactly right. There was a story came from a high school biology teacher. Thank you for your call. That uh, was just released. And, it, and they're saying that, um, you know, women aren't the only ones that make eggs. Because um, I... I mean, unless you're a hermaphrodite, uh, men don't make eggs. Okay. Yeah. And I know ovaries make eggs. Yeah. Well, men don't have ovaries. And if you're going to do that, how dare you? I know. I stop this malinformation. I know. If you're going to do that, then you do have to go to, I'm telling you, son, the rooster will have a problem when you say, uh, sit down and produce your fair share of eggs. He can't. Okay. He can't because males don't make eggs. <laughs> it's just, uh, these things used to be so easy. So easy. You know, I, I, was, I was watching an exchange on the, on the Elon Musk thing yesterday on Twitter between a journalist and someone, some conservative. And they said, I, you know, I don't think Elon Musk is the conservative said, I don't think Elon Musk is going to do anything, you know, crazy here. They're just what, you know, they're not going to censor political views. And the journalist said, do you think misgendering someone intentionally is a political view? And it's like just wrapped in your question is a political view. Yes. You are saying a, a man who is telling us now that they are a woman is a woman and misgendering them would mean calling them a man. What I would say, look, you know, a man is born a man. They can tell, tell us they're a woman all they want. However, they're still a man and misgendering them would be calling them a woman. And Clearly, there is a political divide here as to how to analyze that information. Obviously, we're right and they're wrong. But still, <laughs> that is the point of political debate. It is a political I issue. I just want to throw a, a, a marker down, too. Do you remember it wasn't that long ago when we were just asking each other how many guys who are, you know, transgender are using the bathroom in target where all of them have to have a third bathroom or what we were talking about that now our children are being taught there are no men the Glenn Beck program american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org kind of makes me excited to see what's on the horizon you know what are they going to find out next um equity on the rise mortgage rates starting to level out just a little bit for right now might not be a bad time to consider a new home purchase if you are looking for property now might be the time 
you're seeing more and more houses hitting the market, um, being able to lock in a lower interest rate before you even start shopping will give you a leg up. Don't miss out on the best deal available, and you'll find that with the people at American Financing. American Financing is America's home for home loans, and they have been helping people just like you save money for over 20 years. They're salary-based mortgage consultants, and that's the key. They not only communicate with you, walk through you know everything step-by-step, step, keep you informed, uh, have it quickly close, uh, but also they don't take any kickbacks from the banks. They work for you, not the bank. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go for all of the hosts that you love with your content. Use the promo code Glenn for 10 bucks off. Uh, we've got... I guess Ken Paxton on. He's the attorney general from uh, Texas. Breaking news, Ken. Yeah. Hi. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. What's the breaking news? So the breaking news, we filed a lawsuit. This is shocking against the Biden administration (laughs) as it related to the, the asylum program that they're trying to change and make even easier for people to come and claim asylum. Uh, how could you possibly make it easier? Well, so we were in, uh, we were at the U.S. Supreme Court on Tuesday arguing that the current policy that they are ignoring, current law, requires that when you come across, of course, the cartels are Tell basically you. in business with the Biden, mm-hmm. the Biden administration. And the, the deal, the way it works is the cartels, you know, charge these people 8 to 12000 They come to the border. There's a handoff to Border Patrol. They're not running from Border Patrol. And they claim asylum, and then the Biden administration transfers them. Well, the law says they either have to hold them in detention until they're hearing or send them back. So we have a pretty solid case. We're at the U.S. Supreme Court. God willing, we'll have a victory by June. So now the Biden administration is out there trying to change it so that they've got a different supposed law in place that they made up that says they, that they can more easily claim asylum. No longer is it going to be you know slow process with judges. They're going to have a bunch of bureaucrats bless this and everybody. Oh, my gosh. Ken, how I mean, fight with them with this happening on our border. I just talked to um, a guy in Missouri who owns land here um, in Texas on the border. Um, I mean, he can't even go to his land. It's so dangerous. What is coming our way? And do you actually see any end to this? I do think if the Supreme Court gets it right. And, and the, the law, so it's not like there, there's a may in there. This is a shall. They no shall way. detain them or deport them. If the Supreme Court requires the Biden administration to follow the law it, and Title 42 is held in place and we can continue to win on these cases like we're following today, I think, I mean, I think they're going to be forced or be held in contempt if they don't. We're at that point now where we either have an administration that's going to follow the law, follow court orders, or we have a different government than we all thought we had. Well, I think we're already there, aren't we? I mean, they don't follow the law. They, I mean, they just, they just don't. The Supreme Court will say something and they just do what they want anyway. When, when you said the, the may and the shall, that's never, I know that is a very big distinction in law, but if you, if you have a group of people and this is the way it was in what when was this about 2003 or 4 
Um, Congress passed a bill that said you shall build a wall. And that was the big thing that Republicans were like, it doesn't say may you shall build it. They have to. They didn't care. They didn't care. And nobody's ever held responsible. Well, and that's what we're trying to do. And that was the argument in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. The justices were using the word shall. They know what it says. Now, whether they can find a way around it, it the, the yeah. law is pretty darn clear. It, it's a shall. It is, there's no choice here. Is there any way for Texas to take control, or is there any line that the government will cross where Texas will say, enough, enough? You know, it, we're, we're, in a, we're in a struggle because we have this, you know, case law that was put down by the Supreme Court that says we don't have much authority along the border. But at the same time, that I don't think they're right on the case law. We're looking. I'm hoping my legislature will pass something or we'll get an executive order, order from the governor that allows us to be sued by the Biden administration for taking control of our border. And then I'll, I'll take it up and argue that that case was wrongly decided back in, you know, the Obama administration. Well, I, I, I hope you do, because this is this is destroying us, absolutely destroying us. And it is it is intentional. I talked to um, your partner uh, in the court case uh, that you guys argued, I think, on Tuesday, um, the um, uh, attorney general in Missouri. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, I've been reading that it didn't look like the Supreme Court was going to go our way on this. Do you read it that way or is that the press? being hopeful it's impossible in that we know that the three liberal judges are not going away they'll, they'll find any way to keep this going that they can i don't know i mean i would think we would have the three conservatives thomas alito and gorsuch the other three are always in play to go either way and so i can't tell you what roberts and kavanaugh and Barry are going to do because i you know i we we won our heartbeat bill i didn't know that we were going to win that we did we got it mm. we got a we got those justices to side with us. So, but when we were in the court, I didn't know. I couldn't tell because they were asking us really hard questions. They were asking the, the Solicitor General of the United States really hard questions. So I think it's really hard to predict because, you know, you don't know what the game being played inside the court is with each other. Um, so I don't know that anybody can really know what's going to happen. And how difficult is it? I mean, why don't they have to decide now instead of waiting till summer because the genie will already be out of the bottle. I mean, it, how, how come they don't have to decide now? Why isn't there an injunction, uh, you know, beyond the middle of May? Uh, you know what? It's, it's, it's the Supreme Court. They kind of have, they, all, they set their own rules on timing. That's not uncommon for courts uh. to have a lot of discretion about when they decide things. But, you know, we, we have an injunction in place right now. It's just the, the federal government, the Biden administration, they are enforcing Remain in Mexico, but 221,000 people cross and they, they enforce it against like 200. So that's their Jeez. enforcement. It's a joke. And we all know it's a joke and everybody knows it's a joke. They're not, they're, they're not trying to follow even the injunction. Unbelievable. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, the attorney general Absolutely. of Texas, Ken Paxton. Uh, let me go to uh, John in Pennsylvania. Hello, John. Good morning, Glenn. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. I just read an article. I'm on my way to a meeting, and I just read an article from New York City out of the Bronx where a young man accidentally shot someone in the head. Accidentally. Accidentally, yeah. That happens all the time. Yes. Right. And I used to work in the schools in the Bronx, so I know how the accident Yeah, happened. right. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, apparently a judge dismisses charges. And I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing because I was I started driving. Okay, so here's the here's the story. So this kid is 17 years old. Um, he is accused of shooting the 20 year old kid in the head, and it was a gang hit uh, in Fordham Heights. Yes. Um, and so he he somehow or another botches it and and kills the wrong guy, I guess. Uh, and he was out um, early on release. Um, from another killing that he had done and then he kills this kid and now the judge for a second time says we're going to release you and the mother of the kid who uh was killed broke out in tears she she stood up and said release him how can you release him do our children have no value to you it's a, a total outrage, but this is what's happening in a lot of our major cities. Let me give you some good news, uh, John, just to, to make you feel a little better. I want to talk to this guy because if this guy is sane, he's one of my favorite sheriffs ever. Um, Bob Johnson, he is the sheriff of Santa Rosa County in Florida. Uh, on Tuesday, there was a, uh, a burglar that went in and was stealing from people's houses, and he was going from house to house to house. Well, along the way, one of the homeowners shot this guy and uh, injured him. Um, and because of that, he went to another house, etc. But he was he was uh, he was caught. And the sheriff said he came out and he said, "Look, um, the great thing is." If somebody breaks in your house in Santa Rosa County and you shoot and kill them, the chances of them reoffending after that are zero. And we like those odds. He then said this guy is a frequent flyer crook, a long rap sheet started when he was 13 years old. He has spent like seven years in prison. Uh, and he said the this is the sheriff saying again, we are not sure which homeowner shot him and nobody's admitting it because I think they think they did something wrong, but they didn't. If someone's breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot at them in Santa Rosa County. We actually prefer that you do. Whoever that was that shot him, you're not in trouble. I'm quoting. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. And if you take that, you're going to shoot a lot better. And hopefully next time you'll save the taxpayers money. End quote. This is this is the mood in America. And I'll tell you, this is exactly the reason why Yellowstone is so huge. Yellowstone, it is. It's like um, it's a gang family okay you all belong to this yellowstone gang and nobody's thinking that they're the good guys they know what they're doing they know they're killing people etc etc um but they're doing it normally if you had a law and order country that wouldn't be so popular but because there is no common sense there doesn't seem to be any justice. There doesn't seem to be any cops around. And whenever something is, you know, found out by the feds or the cops or whatever, it seems to just lead to more injustice, red tape and headaches for the good guys. America watches Yellowstone 
and they see, you know, the Kevin Costner character say, just kill him and, you know, throw him over the cliff in Colorado. Just get rid of him. And a lot of Americans go, I don't like that. I wouldn't want to be a part of that. But you know what? (sighs) He's right. He shouldn't go to the cops. What are they going to do? There's no justice. What is the federal government going to do? They're on the take. Hollywood is producing Yellowstone. So they understand what's happening. But they're producing it for money. You know, that's the only reason why they're really doing it. I think the writer and producer and the the people on it, most likely Kevin Costner is, you know, not down with the killing and everything, but does kind of see the the attitude in America of uh, if if progress is destroying our way of life, then I'm anti-progress. Somebody understands it in Hollywood. Washington needs to understand it. Our attorney generals need to understand it. Our sheriffs need to understand it. Uh, that sheriff, I think, in uh, Florida understands it. Nobody would be for that. Nobody would be for that. That vigilante justice. Somebody breaks in your house, you shoot them. Nobody would be for that if we believed that justice would be served. This guy is robbing houses in the same county year after year after year after year after year. And the police are tired of capturing him and then giving him to a court and having him let go. And the taxpayers are like, this is insane. But if you didn't have that kind of justice system, you wouldn't have support of people going, yeah, they can in my yard. I just shoot them. It's true. I mean, I remember there was that movie. I think it was Michael Douglas back in the day called Falling Down. Do you remember this? Movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, the guy was not particularly a good guy, uh, but he went around and just decided, he just snapped one day. Mm-hmm. And one of the scenes I remember from the movie was when he went into like a McDonald's and it was like 1103 and they wouldn't give him breakfast. Yeah. And that's, I just remember connecting so deeply with that character at mm-hmm. that time where you're just like, I want an egg McMuffin and you're going to give me an egg McMuffin. He just pulls out his gun and it's like, of course, I'm not going to actually go up. At, I mean, with me, I may go. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I may <laughs> I have mean, vigilante justice yeah, on McDonald's. Uh, but like, you know, you're not going to do that. But like that, it, it connects with people when you're treated with disrespect, when 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 the entire system turns into a system that is constantly disrespecting you and going after your children and people, you know, look, no one's going to, you know, the average person, no normal person's going to go do something crazy. But like you connect with that idea of saying like, screw you. The system yeah, isn't working for me and I don't care about it. And it's the same thing. I think that people in, uh, in Minneapolis Yep. feel when the when the the media is constantly telling them that police are out to execute them all the time yep and then they go out there and burn buildings to the ground and we wonder why well when when you're telling them that the entire system is literally constructed to execute you how are people going to react i want to continue this conversation but first this message uh that i really want to make sure gets to the 29 million super fans of CNN. Uh, <laughs> cars, so your, uh, your, your car breaks down. Uh, it's a problem now. You're going to need to repair it. Uh, how much is that going to cost? Do they even have the parts? And if they can get the parts, 
how long do you have to wait before, you know, driving a rental car before you can get yours fixed? Right now is the time to join CarShield. If you car, your car's out of warranty, go to carshield.com slash back. You're going to save 10% on your plan. They have all kinds of different plans, but all of them include coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement at no extra cost. Um, plus, you lock in your price. Once you lock in the price for your plan for your car, you have that price for as long as you own that car. So that helps with inflation as well, of uh, something that is not going up. Go to carshield.com slash back or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. Save 10%. Carshield.com slash back. Deductible may apply. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK is the uh, phone number. You can call us. We want to hear from you today. On tomorrow, it's going to be a uh, a recap of the biggest stories of the week. Um, And uh, I hope to have something special for you next week. Now, Dave Rubin is joining me for the podcast today. That'll be available today for uh, all uh, Blaze subscribers, and you can get it on Friday. Um, Dave is a fascinating guy who has really um, grown into the understanding of constitutional freedoms, uh, and he he's becoming a zealot. He's becoming somebody who is so out. You know, it's like a reform smoker. You know, <laughs> he was smoking with the other side, and now he's coming out and going, ah. Yeah, they kill you. (laughs) Dave Rubin on today's podcast. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I said uh, probably 2017, I laid out all these things that had to happen, and I said the last one that will happen is the implosion of trust, where no one will believe anything. No one will believe the Justice Department. Nobody will believe the administration, Congress. You won't trust your postman. There won't be any credible sources, and that implosion of trust will lead to a, I didn't call it the Great Reset then, I said uh, the New World Order, but it would lead to the Great Reset. I said, after the implosion of trust, you will see things start to break down, and then there will be a war. 
because that's the way to make massive change and nobody really says anything about it. Vladimir Putin just came out and said if the United States continues to meddle in the war with Ukraine, uh, he's going to expand the war. We are now waiting on Joe Biden to come out and give a speech where he is asking Congress. Now, remember, we've given them just under four billion dollars worth of aid. He today is asking for thirty three billion dollars. That might be escalating there as well. Are we on the eve of war? We'll talk about it and your phone calls next 888-727-BECK. Good real estate agents have a ton of responsibility when it comes to helping you buy or sell a home. They act as kind of a firewall of safety between you and the sometimes terrifying amount of work that goes into the whole real estate process. When you have a good agent, you know it. When you have a bad one, you know it. This is why I started Real Estate Agents I Trust. We work with the best real estate agents in your area all over the country. We are very, very selective. These people don't work for us. We recommend after a thorough vetting process, and we don't take just anybody. We want to make sure we can stay overseeing the process to make sure everybody's being treated the way you would want to be treated. We have 10,000 agents now on a waiting list nationally to be a part of our network. No, we only take a certain amount and that's it because we want to make sure that you are taken care of. You want the best real estate agent in your area? Call us. We'll give you at least a name to to interview yourself and you do your own homework, but I think you'll see the difference. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. Before we get into things, uh, let me just uh, announce here, and sorry for the late notice, the American Journey Experience. This is a two-day thing that we do for singles, um, you know, couples and families. We have done it a few times now this year, and this, because of scheduling, which is just insane, um, this may be the last time we're able to do this until the election or after the election. Um, and this is a two-day event that we hold here at the Mercury Studios over at the uh, American Journey Experience Training Center. And we usually have about 400 people, and uh, we take you from 1,500 here on the North American continent all the way to pretty much today. And through documents and, uh, and historic items, we tell you the main points of where America went right, where she went wrong, and how we got here. And we take you through Jamestown and the Pilgrims and all of them, and you actually get to hold some of the documents in your own hands. We have a document from like 1533 that is complaining here in America about the Spanish importing slaves. So wait a minute, I thought it was 1619. Anyway, you want an incredible experience. My son just went to it uh, this last time, and he announced to the family a couple of weeks ago, I want to teach history. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, It's your proudest moment, isn't it? Yeah, it was a pretty proud moment. <laughs> yeah. But he, is, uh, he, he learned so much 
and was fascinated. And he hated history because, like me and like everybody else, it's all about dates and memorizing names right. and everything else. No, it's the story. If you want to go, all you have to do is sign up now. You can go to mercuryone.org. Mercuryone.org. It is, uh, I think, $100 for individuals, 175 for couples, 250 for families. And, you know. Your family could be any size. So join us. It is happening next weekend, Friday, May 6th, and Saturday, May 7th. Probably the last uh, time you will be able to attend this with your family for uh, several months. Okay. Uh, by the way, David Barton and I uh, and his son, Tim Barton, uh, teach the classes. It's, it's quite amazing. All right. Uh, like, can we just talk about what's happening? Uh, Joe Biden is now asking... Uh, for $33 million more in funding so we can help the Ukrainians. I know these numbers do get confusing and millions and billions don't seem to matter, but I believe you mean $33 billion sorry, sorry, sorry. funding. $33 billion. Mm-hmm. We've already given almost $4 billion worth of equipment and training and everything else. So now it's 10 times the amount. Joe, um, Joe Biden has just been warned by Vladimir Putin that if you continue to meddle in our affairs, that we will expand the war. Uh, I, I, I honestly, this makes me extraordinarily nervous because I think this plays in to everybody's want when you're talking about a, a, the global community of elites. Russia wants to bankrupt us. Russia wants to destroy us. Uh, Russia wants to have a, a bipolar world again, and they rise to the top. Um, it, on the just the very small part, uh, Biden just wants to make sure that America is seen as being able to beat Russia because of what happened in Afghanistan. But I don't think that's the real reason. We are resetting the entire world, and this is the emergency that will allow the Great Reset to happen. Um, And I am just seeing way too many things, uh, people that are just cheering on uh, this war. From the New York Times, fears mount Ukraine war will become a broader conflict. Uh, This one from the Wall Street Journal. The U.S. should show it can win a nuclear war. Can we, uh, did we learn that lesson? There's no winner. Do we all need to watch war games again? Matthew Broadway, we can bring that out. I can show it. I mean, it's probably one of those free movies that you can get at Amazon with your subscription. Um, why are we talking about that? Uh, well, because Russia's talking about it. No, I know that. And then we seem to be, I mean, because it's not just Russia escalating at this point. No, we are too. We are too. Ukraine is as well. I mean, we're now seeing, uh, you know, weapon uh, bombs, explosions going off inside Russian borders by drones purchased from NATO countries. I don't know that Russia is going to look all that fondly upon those developments. I know. I call me crazy, call me wacky, but I don't think they're going to look. Uh, they're not going to look so fondly on that. And and you have that going on. You have the fact that we continue to idiotically announce. All of the money, all the weapons, every little bit of assistance, we brag about it constantly in the media. Our own president is saying that we're doing it. Can you bring up his remarks? This is live right now. Here's the president on uh, Putin's, quote, Putin's war. uh, They surely did. 
We said we'd not send U.S. troops to fight Russian troops in Ukraine, but we would provide robust military assistance and try to unify the Western world against Russia's aggression. I said I would impose powerful sanctions on Russia and that we destroy and develop, we destroy this myth that somehow they could continue to move without the rest of the world acting. That we deploy additional forces to defend NATO territory, particularly in the east along the Russian and Belarus borders. That's exactly, that's exactly what we said we would do, and we did. But despite the disturbing rhetoric coming out of the Kremlin, the facts are plain for everybody to see. We're not attacking Russia. We're helping Ukraine defend itself against Russian aggression. And just as Putin chose to launch this brutal invasion, he could make the choice to end this brutal invasion. Okay, stop. Russia is the... This is, this is not going to de-escalate. It's just not going to de-escalate. Um, May 9th is a very... It's like our July 4th. It's a very important day in Russia. It's, I think, Heroes Day or Victory Day. And it was commemorating the victory over the Nazis. Well, don't think that this isn't being compared because they're saying they're going in to defeat the Nazis. Um, th- that's going to be a, a, a frightening day, in my opinion, to see what's going on. Now, Russian state TV today is, again, talking about nuclear war. You have... Who was it? Uh, Navarov? Who was it that was talking about that nuclear war is becoming more and more likely just the other day? Sergey Lavrov. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, you have the officials saying it's more and more likely that nuclear weapons are going to come into play. Here is what Russian state TV said to comfort their viewers. Um, they have been discussing the idea of war spreading beyond the the Ukraine, and they're promoting now the idea of this war is inevitable. And uh, they have been talking about uh, World War Three. And listen to this quote. Personally, this is one of their you know uh, talking heads on state-run TV. Personally, I think the most realistic way is the way of World War Three, based on knowing us and our leader, Vladimir Putin. Uh, knowing how everything works around here, it's impossible. There is no chance that we give up. And it- I, again, this is state run propaganda. But would anyone here disagree with that would you disagree with that i wouldn't disagree they're not going to just leave there's no, no chance no of him just being you know what ah, i guess this was a mistake that's no. not that's not part of the the picture here i mean it's possible you know he gets taken out in some way you know who knows but other than that there, this isn't just going to stop is replacing him if he's taken out medvedev well, that's not going to change anything yeah if he's taken out it's very easy to say that was an american conspiracy yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we've said regime change and then said, no, 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 we don't mean that. Thanks, Joe. Um, he goes on to say, now this is Russian state TV. We all know everything will end with a nuclear strike. It is more probable than any other outcome. Jeez. This is to my horror on one hand, but on the other hand, with the understanding that it is what it is. But we'll go to heaven while they simply croak. Look, we're all going to die someday. Uh, Uh If I was seeing that on, you know, CNN, which is our version of 
almost pretty much wrapped up state run television. Just the checks haven't been signed. Wouldn't you be like, oh, crap, they are preparing us for nuclear war. I mean, and Glenn, we talk about a lot of things that I find to be very important. There is no single threat that approaches the threat to our civilization like this one does. Now, I still think it's a low percentage possibility. It spirals out of control and does that sort of damage that we end in a nuclear war. But it is not impossible. You know, there are a lot of things we talk about that even at their worst are nowhere near the outcome that we're talking about here. This is we're talking about. Uh, there we are one button push away with a guy who has no checks and balances and might very well be insane from a nuclear war putin or <laughs> back in just a second jason wrote in about his dog experience with rough greens he says i have a nine-year-old great dane that used to sleep 23 hours a day before i tried rough greens i can't believe the difference she does a happy dance all the way to her bowl now she's so much more active and she even jumped on my shoulders twice in the last week that might you might want to stop with the rough greens on that one. a great dane wow she hasn't been able to do that in four or five years. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. I'm so glad, Jason, that you wrote in. Thank you so much for trying it, and I'm glad you're seeing the results that I've seen with Uno. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it that they have a special deal. They're going to send you a, a, a first bag, a small bag, free, just for your dog to try out. Um, if your dog loves it, is like Uno does and um, the uh, Great Dane, then all you have to do is just order more when you're you're out of that bag and over a couple of months you're going to see a huge difference at least i have huge difference in your dog's health it's chock full of vitamins minerals probiotics it's not a dog food you put it on the dog's food and it has everything for them to live a happy longer and healthy life roughgreens.com slash back call 833-GLENN33 that's 833-GLEN33 or roughgreens.com slash back 10 seconds station id So this is um, this is very disturbing to me on so many levels. And what Stu said is absolutely right. There is nothing more dangerous to our freedom and to the world than a war with Russia right now. There's nothing because if you have a war, just think of what happened in the 1950s in a Cold War. What happened? We had the bomb. We were sitting here pretty. We were building bombs, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Then Russia spied on us. A spy gave them our uh, plans for I don't remember which one it was, fat boy or uh, fat man or little boy. Um, and they took it and they built a bomb. They exploded that bomb and that changed everything. Once they explode, we didn't go to war. They just exploded that bomb and we were in the arms race. And then that led to us sending spies over us having an agency to look here in America for all of the the uh, people that are maybe not American enough that might be spying the McCarthy hearings. All of that paranoia and all of those violations of civil rights happened because of a test of a nuclear weapon in Russia. Imagine going to war with Russia the War Powers Act, the disinformation yesterday, in case you don't know, 
yesterday they came out uh the dhs and said they are putting a new commission together uh what a surprise uh, on truth that this is a commission that will look and stop disinformation misinformation and malinformation mm. and it's run now by one of the women who was on the forefront of saying this hunter uh, biden laptop thing it's a hoax this is extraordinarily dangerous yeah and you look at the situation we're in what could happen glenn with this war right Maybe you have uh, maybe Russia sets off a nuclear weapon inside of Ukraine. How would we react to that? Very complicated situation. Maybe they hit conventional weapons, hit Warsaw or some other NATO ally. Really difficult situation. Maybe Russia expands its invasion into another country and we have to deal with that. Maybe they have a massive cyber attack against us and we have to deal with that. All these are really, really difficult things to deal with that could obviously spiral out of control at any time. Now, let me add one more piece of information to this puzzle. Think of the people on your side that are going to attempt to control it. Think of the idiots we have in this government that are going to be responsible for managing this situation. In any, if Ronald Reagan were president right now, I would be nervous about this because it's really difficult. And he was the mastermind at unwinding these things. We have joe biden and kamala harris trying to manage the situation and in the pentagon we have the people who brought us afghanistan oh we have millie this is that is why you know people a lot of times say like oh come on it's way over there and that thing's happening over there it is absolutely possible this could uh, spiral out of control we are in the middle think of what would happen if russia were doing what we're doing if we were in the middle of a separate battle and Russia were going on television every day, raising funds from Congress with your money, your taxpayer dollars, to outwardly announce they're funding drones and weapons to kill our soldiers. Well, imagine how we would react to that. Uh, we would be very, very <laughs> upset. We would. You know, I mean, look, here's what happens. We go to war with Russia. This thing escalates. Oh, God. Okay, it becomes an absolute nightmare. But internally, this is going to be like COVID. I told you at the beginning of COVID, do not fear COVID. Fear the repercussions of COVID. Fear what's going to happen to this country and the economy because of COVID. Remember, I said that in January as it was just coming out mm -hmm. of China. Had no idea. But I knew the economic ramifications would be much worse than COVID. I'm telling you now, don't fear as much. I mean, this is on a different scale entirely. Don't fear the war with Russia as much as the repercussions of a war with Russia. Because what will happen is civil rights, freedom of speech, social media will immediately go DHS lockdown. You will have a financial restructuring. Banks will close. You'll have a new dollar a bitcoin dollar uh all of it will be happening so rapidly most people won't pay attention esg will go through but it will be all on the backs of we got to do this as our patriotic duty you've got to get in line fear the war with russia but fear the ramifications here in america even more
the Glenn Beck program. You think I'm wrong on that? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, somebody asked me the other day, if you were the president of the United States, what would you be doing about the economy? I said, the first thing I would do is I'd cut all of this ridiculous spending and I would be buying gold hand over fist because the world is going to reset to gold. And if we don't do it the first time, well, you know what? It's our loss. But we should be storing gold like crazy. Uh, so I'm not the president of the United States, but uh, I am the president of my house. Well, co-president, more vice president, <laughs> maybe even secretary of state. Maybe I'm the last person invited to the funerals that my wife wouldn't want to go to. Uh, anyway, um, we have gold and silver. We've we have spread our risk out. Please do this. When the dollar doesn't mean anything, what hedge do you have against the insanity? They have new Benjamin Franklin silver rounds that I designed. They've sold out every week. A new supply has now been minted. If you call and say that I sent you, you're going to receive a free Mind Your Business silver bar with every purchase that includes the silver Ben Franklin rounds. The more you buy, the more you get free. Call Goldline right now. Find out how to get started. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Hey, we really want to say thank you and uh, welcome to our new affiliate in Oklahoma, Talk 100.9 KGWA. Thank you for joining the Glenn Beck program. Uh, All right. As we were watching while we went in a break, we're watching President Biden give this live speech about he needs another thirty three billion dollars for the war in Ukraine. We are escalating. Uh, They were asking about, you know, if Russia escalates and he immediately says we're ready for whatever they do. Um, You know, that's what the president should say. But, uh, you know, we've we've always We've always thought nuclear war could happen by mistake. We just didn't know the mistake would wear a shoe size 10 and be named Joe Biden. Um, We are in a very dangerous place. And I told Stu about something, uh, what, yesterday or today, that I've been researching. And um, this is not a Biden thing. This is an all presidents thing. It's called PEDS, P-E-A-D-S, P period, E period, A period, D period S. Um, And it stands for Presidential Emergency Authorization Directive, right? Close. Presidential Emergency Action Documents. Action Documents. Mm -hmm. So this was started under um, Eisenhower. And if you remember, the, the left went crazy on Donald Trump. Because of peds. Now, I, I want you to know, the left always self-diagnoses. They always self-diagnose. They accuse the other side of something because that's what they do. I'm convinced of it. Okay. Um, so they were having a problem with Donald Trump because in COVID, he was asked, you know, what is part of the emergency measure? And he said, I've got the president has a lot of emergency measures and a lot of things that they can do under emergency that people don't know about. That was an alarm bell for the left. What is he going to do? And they, well, this wasn't well known or understood. They were talking about PEDS directives. Okay. 
This is a directive that every president since Eisenhower, because of the threat of nuclear war, they set out and say, "Okay, Mr. President, these are the possible, probable um, uh, emergencies that may come your way that could disrupt a chain of government or um, uh, continuity of government. So we need to know, because if these things happen, they could happen so rapidly that we won't have a time to make recommendations and everything else. We just need to execute orders. So let's talk about nuclear war. What is your directive? And they go through the meeting and they do the directive and then they write that presidential directive up and then he doesn't sign it. So when an emergency happens, they just put that paper in front of him, say, this is the presidential directive for nuclear war, sir. We've already briefed you on it. He says, yes, he signs it and it's law. Now, this, because it's an emergency, supersedes everything, including the Constitution. Now, let me show you. We you can look this up. It is absolutely real. What is not real is we don't know what any of them have said. So if any of if anybody says, yeah, and this one says that and and Trump was doing this or Biden is doing that, you don't know. These are probably top 10 closely guarded secrets of any administration. They've never been really, truly revealed on what they are. Pieces have come out from the distant past, and those are disturbing enough. For instance, there have been PEDS directives that have a list of like 50,000 Americans that if this emergency happens, they would need to be rounded up or silenced or whatever because they could be a danger to the continuity of government. Yeah, right? yeah. They, as you point out, they no one really knows what is in them. Some have been, some details have been, uh, have leaked out over the years. So we know that there were 56 of these in effect as of 2018. That's up from 48 from a couple of decades earlier. This is from the Brennan Center, again, who's no conservative source no. here. Um, and, and it's a lot credible, of this, but it's left. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and the reason why, of course, this was a big deal is, as you point out, Donald Trump. it was Donald Trump, right? They were upset about it because Donald Trump was going to use them. This is why so this is their analysis. This is why they were saying there's going to be a coup. There's going to be a coup. Mm -hmm. And we all said there's not going to be a coup. But they were thinking about peds that he could say there's trouble on the streets. Give me that presidential uh, emergency directive because that triggers it. And I'm going to be the president and we're suspending elections or whatever. OK, so we know there were peds in past years that's that authorized detention of alien enemies and other dangerous persons within the United States suspended the writ of habeas corpus by presidential order provided for various forms of martial law, issued a general warrant, just I feel like we were specifically against general warrants, but issued a general warrant permitting search and seizure of persons and property, established military areas as those created uh, during World War II, suspended production of the Federal Register, declared a state of war, and authorized censorship of news reports. It's my understanding, I don't know this for sure, but I, it's my understanding that these peds, they don't uh, go out of fashion. So you can update them. 
you can add to them, but they're not revoked. So if that's there, that is part of the toolbox that already has been discussed. All the president has to do is sign it. This is terrifying. It can even allow, let's say, um, the president and uh, vice president. Let's use, you know, Ronald Reagan and, and George, you know, George H.W. are out and uh, there's a, an attack on them and it, it, it is a nuclear war. Let's say, um, you know, they're in the sum of all fears and it's Morgan Freeman and the vice president is also there and there's a nuclear strike and it kills the two. I can guarantee you there would be a peds on that, but a peds could include that. If this happens, that triggers this peds, which says now the Department of Defense becomes an interim president, not the Speaker of the House. It can uh, it can this cut the government out. I constitutional, know. Glenn. It's what you know. It's what uh, um, Mike Lee was talking to me about, and I just my eyes glazed over this like four years ago. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? Um, and he was, you remember he was pushing the rains act. Yes. Which is, which should be passed immediately should be passed because that exposes all of this. Um, and Among he, other things. Yeah. And he was like, ah, oh, Glenn, the rains act, it's really important. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Mike. And I just didn't understand it. Um, uh, peds I get. And he was absolutely right. The rains act. Now, the left was all for the Reigns Act under Donald Trump. They are not for it now. Um, we, we should know about what's in these presidential directives because, you know, like I said, you know, um, and I want to be clear on this. Back in January of 2019, we were seeing people welded into their homes in China. 2020, yeah. 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was horrific what was coming. And we never thought that. You know, we would be all quarantined in our houses. We never thought that would happen. And we didn't know what we were facing. And I said at the time, my gut says that this is is going to be bad, but it's not going to be the bubonic plague. It's not going to, you know, even maybe be the Spanish flu from 1918. However, what it does to our economy and the economy of the world is going to be horrific. So don't fear the virus, fear what's what will happen because of it, um, not to minimize the deaths uh, of, of COVID. But as we see now, look at the ramifications we're still paying for. We're still paying. Did you see that Fauci yesterday or two days ago came out and said, we're out of the pandemic phase? Mm-hmm. Why did he retract that yesterday? Why did he retract that? I can guarantee you it's for some legal purpose. It is because somebody now could be sued because we're out of a pandemic if they, you know, do something or uh, because funds are still being spent that maybe shouldn't be spent because it's, huh. it's under the guise of pandemic or they're, they're in the middle just... of asking for more money to fight it right now. <laughs> yes, right. Right. Uh, you know, and he can't come out and say that. Right. 
which is, by the way, is another reason he should never do another interview. Right. Just stop doing interviews. I mean, I mean can you just, get off television for five seconds? Is that possible? <laughs> just to ten, 10 seconds, do something else. Work out. Take a walk. Play some golf. Do anything else other than be on television all the time. All right. <laughs> Thank you for that. You feel passionately about that, though? A little bit. Yeah, okay. American financing. If you're holding back from buying or refinancing a house because of the recent raise in, a rise in rates, you should consider that inflation is up much more. A year ago, it was running at 2.6 on a year-over-year basis. Today, they say the annual inflation is 8.5. And that's if you believe that's honest. It's not. We haven't seen this kind of inflation since the 80s. And if we measured inflation the way we did then, we would be at 17.1% inflation. So that means every dollar you borrow at 5% is actually a very good deal. Because 5% you're paying out, that is, you have an asset at the end where at the end of all that money in your bank, you're going to lose 17% of buying power. Uh, please consider American financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. They can help you, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad you're here. Let me go to David, North Dakota. Hello, David. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hey, hey, wow. Can I believe I'm actually talking to you? Huh. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, part of a, a, a veterans uh, group, uh, we're a 501c3. We're trying to purchase land next to a national cemetery so that we can build a, a facility for a chapel, uh, a place for the honor guard to, to meet, and what, and really most importantly, a bathroom, because <laughs> there's not a bathroom out there. Okay. We had a porta potty for a little bit, but then uh, the building get paid, so they took the porta potty away, and that was a- uh, In North Dakota, I think you want something better than a porta potty. And I've been to North Dakota, there's it's not like you can just run down the street someplace uh in a lot of places right. so well I got and, and the this national cemetery it's part of the rural initiative mm -hmm. you know the va is running out of uh, uh, uh cemetery space so they decided to make more in the rural area so uh, so this one sits right in the middle of uh the glorious uh north dakota landscape mm. black and windy uh, and, uh, so you're trying to buy this space, and then what's the problem, or what's happening? Oh, the problem. That's right. Um, <laughs> we have a, a, a county commissioner, a state a representative, and a U.S. senator trying to derail us. And Why? they've had a secret. They've had a secret meeting with the landowner to convince him not to sell it to us and to. Uh, sell it to them and then the VA will buy it and then lease it to us. Oh my gosh. Oh my right, gosh. Right? Holy cow. Um, hang on the phone. I want to send you to one of our producers. We'll look into that. 
Uh, that's really bad. You'll own nothing, but you'll be able to rent it from somebody. Wow. Uh, Donna, quickly, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi, my name is Donna Lowry. I am calling from Brevard County, Florida. Uh-huh. I have been a nurse since 1987. I worked at Parrish Medical Center in Titusville, Florida for 31 years. And on September 6th, I advocated for a COVID patient for ivermectin on behalf of the family and the patient that had the request for ivermectin. Prior to advocating, though, we prayed. I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And we went to him. We brought our petition to him because I had asked him on my way to work to put me where he'd have me to be in that hospital that day. We prayed. We went to um, the hospitalist and asked if the patient could have ivermectin. The hospitalist said yes. I went to the pharmacist, and I had pushback from her. She said, ivermectin is not for COVID. I said, it is. And I told her that I follow the FLCCC Alliance. I told her about Dr. Pierre Corey. So what happened? I don't mean to cut you off, but what happened? Okay. So um, the two doctors said yes. The patient received three of the five doses. The patient and her family refused remdesivir. The CEO of the hospital, George Mekaterian, and the chief nursing officer of the hospital, Edwin Lofton. This is Parish Medical Center. Got it. I got it. It got it, and so do the attorneys. Go ahead. <laughs> No, we're in a we're in an at will state in Florida, so the attorneys can do nothing. And you've got a sixty seconds to wrap this up. I'm okay. sorry, but we have a network break. Okay. Go ahead. The patient, the patient died, and the patient received remdesivir after refused said they did not want remdesivir. The hospital gave it to her anyway, and that's per her medical records. This story is in Epic Times. Nanette Holt ran the story. Um, we want the truth to be told that ivermectin works. And All that right. hospitals are not doing the right thing. Okay. Donna, I appreciate it. I'm sorry to rush you. Uh, I don't mean to give you the bums rush, but we're up against the uh, clock here. Um, we will look at uh, the uh, story. Um, Epic Times has a lot of really good reporting and a lot of good stories. So we will look at that uh, and uh, probably report back to you on it and help you spread the word. Um, we will see you tomorrow. Tonight, if you're a Blaze subscriber, don't miss the podcast. It's me with Dave Rubin, one-on-one. Don't miss it. That's today for Blaze subscribers. Just look for the Glenn Beck podcast at blazetv.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program.